This is AgriCita Learner Connect with great advice for a future career in agriculture. I'm speaking to Isabel van der Stup. She's Manager Design and Consulting at Cherry Irrigation. Isabel, a warm welcome to you on our program. Good day, Sarah, to you and to your listeners. Isabel, you are an irrigation engineer. What does your job entail? Currently, I'm in a managing position with Cherry Irrigation and Basin for a Bow in the Western Cape that works in, across the whole country, as well as in Namibia and Angola and some of other, other neighboring countries. I'm managing a team of six irrigation designers, which are persons with various backgrounds in mechanical and civil engineering, and we design irrigation systems. So as I'm now more in a managerial position, I can tell you a little bit more about what the job of irrigation engineer entails. Yes, please do, sir. An irrigation engineer is most often someone that studies either agricultural, mechanical or civil engineering. And that can be at a university or even at the University of Technology. The irrigation engineer mostly performs the work of design. So we design irrigation systems, which means we collect information from our clients, which are normally commercial farmers who go out and if they have a need for an irrigation system collect the information that they have available about the crops that they want to plant, the area they want to irrigate, where their water comes from, what sort of soils they are are cultivating. And based on that information, we will then together with them plan the irrigation system, which means we look at what is the size and the shape of it's going to be, what sort of equipment is going to be used, we size the pipes and the pumps and all the other related infrastructure. Very often we also get involved in the process of installation. In some cases, the farmers do the installation themselves, but very often the irrigation engineer also has to manage the project up to the point where the system is then installed and the water can be applied to the crops. You mentioned what qualifications you need for this career, but is there a lot of practical work involved? Yeah, mostly people that end up in irrigation design or irrigation engineering start off with a technical qualification. As I said, this can be a, a national diploma in mechanical or civil engineering, or it can be a B-Tech in either of those directions as well. And then, of course, a full engineering degree in civil or mechanical or the specialist field that provides you with a background in irrigation is that of agricultural engineering, which is a degree that can be studied, but it's only available from one university in South Africa at, at this stage. Then once you have your qualification, there's normally quite a bit of practical experience that you have to obtain in order to become a successful engineer. Once you've got your qualification, learning never stops. There's a lot of things that you still need to learn in your career, is that right? Yes, definitely so. I've been quite extensively involved in irrigation training over the last 15 years or so for the South African Irrigation Institute. And I always tell the students attending courses that irrigation design stands on three legs. In order for you to be successful, you need to firstly have the theoretical knowledge, and that is what you get from studying a degree or a diploma. Secondly, you need to have certain skills that you learn in those programs to apply that theoretical knowledge. But then thirdly, also you need to have product knowledge. You need to know about the products that we use in irrigation. And especially this last point on products, that is something that is continually evolving and changing. So in order for you to stay successful and to stay at the front of your chosen career, you need to be informed about what products are out there and what are the newest trends. So most definitely there's a culture of continuous learning 
that you need to adopt in order to be successful. Isabel, and then a little bit closer to your heart, have you always worked in the agricultural sector? Yes, when I started out with making a career choice, I wanted to do something for which I will be able to be outside. That is how I came across agricultural engineering. So I studied and immediately, even during my studies, one of the requirements was that you have to do vacation work so that you can do, get some experience. I started working at the Agricultural Research Council during my vacation work. And that is actually how I also, from my general degree in agricultural engineering, became aware of irrigation as a specialist field. It's really that vacation work that I did that steered me in, in that direction. So one has never let an opportunity go past where you can get exposure in the form of work experience because that is often what sets you off on a path and determines where you're going to end up in your career. Isabel, and if you can highlight one or two, tell us about your proudest career moments, please. Sarah, yeah, I think I've been very blessed in terms of the career I've had up to now. When I started off, obviously, agriculture and engineering, especially in engineering, not a lot of women studying that, and I was one of two girls in our final year class. And we were the first two that graduated at the University of Victoria, so I think that's very privileged to be that. And then from there on, I think being part of the irrigation community, I became president of the South African Irrigation Institute in 2008, 2009. Also there, I was the first female president that the institute had. Thereafter, a couple of years later, 2013, I also became president of the South African Institute of Agricultural Engineers. And again, I was the first female president that they, they had. So those are some of the things where I feel I have achieved something in my career. Those are some of my proud moments. Do you have any advice for young people who are inspired by your career story? The most important thing is to set your mind to something as early as possible and to get going. When one is young, you have a lot of energy and you have a lot of drive and you don't have a lot of things holding you back. So I think as soon as you finish school, immediately get your teeth into your career. You can always change later, but I think to get going as early as possible, that's the important thing. And um, start working also as early as possible. As I said Earlier, the work that I did as a student in my vacations is actually what set me on the path to what I became later. Take any opportunity for experience, take that. You can combine it with to go to a university or to a technicon and to substantiate your experience with training. You must do that. Take opportunities for work that come your way and to know what to like. I think when one's younger, you've got a much better idea of exactly what you want to do. You've got the energy and the drive to follow that. So get going in a career as early as possible, and I think that you can, you can get a lot of satisfaction from that. Isabel, thank you so much, and your story is so inspiring. And thank you for the example of doing what you are doing with passion. Thank you very much for the opportunity.